when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? I'm coming to you from my house. Everyone's at what ha- is uh, mm, okay. Everyone's at a house right now, in, except for Kato, who's the only one at work. So kudos to Kato. That's not everyone. That's not everyone. It's not everyone. I realized I was wrong already. All right, let's start this over. Mm, now we're keeping uh, this. What's Pretty good, sure. Internet? Nope. <laughs> um, I'm here to talk to y'all about a game I played the other day. Um, that I'm really, really excited about, and I wanted to talk to my two experts, confidants okay. in 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 all things souls like Austin Walker. Hey, it's me. I'm a confidant and a coach. Yes, you are, and Patrick Klepek. I hit the buttons, and occasionally they do something. Okay, I think you're selling yourself a little bit short there, but sure. That's my life. <laughs> We're here to talk about From Software's latest Sekiro Shadows Die Twice? Two times. Yeah, twice. Two times. They die twice. <laughs> um, I, got I wish t- it was a question mark. I mm-hmm. wish there was a studio bold enough mm-hmm. to do the subtitle in which they're just not sure or they're, they're not, just raising the question. Shadows Die Twice? Perhaps. Who could, could say? Hmm. You'll find out. Play our game. That's honestly a good. That's a good. Uh, Do me. shadows die twice is a is great a, name yeah, for a fucking game. That how is many, a really great how many name. video games that aren't like some sort of mystery noir? Yeah, yeah, have yeah. A question mark. Can you even games think of one? with question marks in their titles? Oh, you're, t- you're saying this as you type this into a Google yeah, search? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I can think of a single one. Uh-huh. Well, no, I can't think of one head. that has punctuation. Punctual- right, here we go. Um, Punch out. Uh, where in the marks. world is Carmen San Diego? That doesn't okay. count. Why? Um, because it's a mystery. Like, like something that's like a like already sort of like a aware. Like I feel mm, like is okay. you know like shadows die twice. You know, like that's we're looking more... for more existential questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Um. Well, this is the same thing. This is Adventure Time. Hey, Ice King, why do you steal our garbage? <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> that's but better. That's closer. It's, it's that's closer. closer. Yeah. I don't see anything that's really good that is like that fits the mold we're talking about here. This is something Video we're games. missing. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's stuff in other genre and other media for sure. Let's like I'm pretty Movies sure. Movies do it all the time. There's a movie with a question mark. <laughs> uh-huh. For sure. Definitely. I don't know it. Uh but Dude Where's My Car? Dude, where's my thank you? For instance, um, is Paris burning? You know, like there are definitely there. What's new, Pussycat? I'm looking at a list of these now. There's a lot of like what's and who's, mm-hmm. you know, who framed Roger Rabbit? Ooh, great one, etc. You know, uh, a lot of those, a lot of those. Totally. Um, but today we're talking about a video game, and that video game does not have a question mark in it. And 
I got the chance uh, to to go and and preview the game a couple weeks ago. And uh, there was like a little Q&A uh, session with um, one of the uh, marketing uh, directors, I think, uh, from Japan. It's probably, and the were- sa- probably the same guy that you and I met at E3 Last yeah, year. that makes sense. Awesome. I think it's like how, the same. How cool was he? He's very cool. <laughs> All right, yeah. same okay. guy. Extremely <laughs> cool. <Yep>. Extremely <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he. So he did like a presentation first, and then there was a little Q and A section. Of course, I asked a question um, because I'm that person. Uh, Don't apologize. And, Most of those. No, I didn't say sorry. Okay. Mm, I just okay. there was a little hesitation there. You as were though like, there was a mild embarrassment that you asked a question. Uh-huh. I was a little embarrassed. It's okay to be nervous and emba- like there's a there's a difference between embarrassment over you're asking a question in front of a group of people and embarrassment because like you asked a question at all. Curiosity I'm because I'm what's that inside person. the cube. Curiosity what's inside movie? the cube is a game. Oh, it's it a, a game. That was the Ooh. Peter Molyneux game. Curiosity. That had a subtitle? What's inside the cube was the subtitle. Sorry. That's Sorry. not what was on my iOS app. That just said curiosity. <laughs> okay. Yeah, listen, I just I had to No, I had fair. You know. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you um, ask questions, which is the right thing. I, yeah. I'm with Patrick. I like to ask questions. I asked about lore, of course, because it's me. Um Wait, what'd you ask about lore? I asked my question was um so in the past, uh, these games have been, you know, from software, these Souls like in the Souls franchise and the Souls universe or whatever, these games mm-hmm. have been mostly about what is happening in the world. Like the plot line mainly follows environmental change. Um, and it is like that's where the crux is. And the effects are sort of like peripheral, um, the mm-hmm. effects on characters. And so my question is, this is it seems to be a much more character driven story. So I was, I was curious as to, you know, does, does most of the lore still live in the environment? Like they have in the past, like does most of the lore live in items? Does most of it live in, in, you know, in just what you see around you or are there more sort of like interaction based, um uh uh narratives that are are being told here like dialogue driven in some yeah, cases right yeah like exactly to, to well, just the, uh in the, the footage you watch like the the language is straightforward <laughs> for the <laughs> most like, part yeah 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 for a but, bit like but but oh. but to a like relative to the writing in from software games <laughs> in the past yes. it especially is straightforward especially um, at the beginning where it's like it oh, establishes like name... characters motivations yes, yes. um interests like potential arcs. Like I'm so curious about that part of the game, which like mm-hmm. Natalie, your question touches on something like I'm just f- like deeply fascinated for how they're the, the whole game is going to handle that totally. because it is a stark difference from yeah. just the whole arc of uh, from software when they were doing King's field and like yeah. just how they've done storytelling in their like games that like kind of play with obfuscation. This yeah. is a, a game that like in a lot of ways seems like it wants to do like, Normal is not the word, but at least in mm-hmm. terms of uh, how it's telling that story, at least up front, it seems like it's a little more. I don't. It does seem a little more normal of what you expect, as opposed to lots of enemies just like mm-hmm. weirdly cackling. Um, yeah. Although, I, did you see it? Were there any cackles? 
Were there laughs? Any um, characters there's laughing? A, there's a sequence I saw. Oh, maybe there aren't. Natalie, are there any laughs or cackles? There might. There's some like. That's close. That's close. Like some of some of that, but not not as many not as many like like uh sort of haha I know something that you do not Mm. cackles Mm -hmm. that that we like have come to know and and love hate about (laughs) I love uh, I love them yeah uh yeah yes learn to love is definitely right I mean even Mm -hmm. even like the voice acting is like more. No, I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's just it's it's more like what you expect from voice acting as opposed to like often in the Souls or Bloodborne games. There's someone like like there's everything is just some sort of like exaggerated uh, setup. Um, yeah, which is fine. It works in the world, but clearly this is a different type of world. Which maybe I'm, part of that is like on a base level, there are just more humans in this mm. world. I mean, what what's significant here that we're kind of going around is the fact that you aren't making a character. Right. The character is already is is exists in this world. Can you world. set him up for us a little bit? Yeah, like what the um, intro is to the without without. I mean, I guess we should say right now there are going to be light spoilers about the beginning of this game. You played the beginning mm-hmm. of this game in the first like few hours of it. Yeah, um, I played like the first two hours. Let's just like I would say like we're not going to talk about like particular story beats, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk about like what the premise of the game is. Yes. Right. Okay. So there is the uh, uh, main character, Sekiro, uh, or Sekiro. Um, Which means like wolf? It means, uh, well, Seki is derived from Sekiwan, um, which means one ar- armed. Okay. And Ro, which means wolf. Got you, one armed wolf. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh huh. Um, so, uh, Sekiro is, uh, uh, a sort of, um, like, he, he is kind of a, uh, warden of, of a young, uh, uh, lord, and he's a ninja, um, he, he's, like, extremely, um, uh, physically capable and skilled in 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 like sort of the the art of ninja, and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of reserved. You don't know a lot about him. Um, at the I don't I I honestly can't tell you much about him. I don't really know much about him. There's a good there's that cool sequence early on where he's like recruited by the master ninja who uh-huh. catches him like yes robbing a bat because it's like it's a post-war game not post-war yes. not post-world war ii which is what we normally mean when we say post-war mm-hmm. um it takes place after the sengoku era the the warring states period of japan where like mm-hmm. a billion different not a billion but like a hun- hundreds of different warlords and you know clan leaders are battling over you know uh borderlines and who is really in control of the, the nation and people are putting their their support and their clan support behind various leaders um and it seems like we're post-war uh, Wolf is like recruited by his master shinobi guy, whose name mm-hmm. I did not catch, uh, as he's like looting the corpses of the dead. Yes. Um, and then it's like a big jump forward in time. I believe right? his name is Hirata. Oh, is that um, is that dude's name th- Hirata? Okay, I think that commander is Hirata. Okay, um, I believe. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, again, like there's. Not a lot of reference material because the game hasn't come out yet, <laughs> yeah, and totally. um, and yeah, we don't have it. You can't like go into the pause menu and be like, "Yeah, what's this guy?" Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
so you kind of so yeah so so the fact that the 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 game is centered around the specific character who's already written and who who exists in this world and has existed and who has um, a voice that was the one that was the wildest thing for me like yes speaks to people doesn't just listen yeah yeah it and 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 there is agency in that like there, yeah. there are allusions to to the idea that that there will be an effect um, from from you know deciding where that voice goes. Um, so yeah, it sounds so, like I don't think it's David Hater, but there is a Metal Gear. It's not David Hater, but there is such a Metal Gear quality sometimes when he'll be like Shinobi prosthetic. <laughs> You know, Shinobi tools. Someone will say like, oh, you need to get the, bring me back the Shinobi tools and I'll add it to your cool arm. And he'll be like, my cool arm. That <laughs> sounds, very- oh, God, that sounds so similar. This is completely an aside. But like when I worked at uh, uh, a G4 and also I'm sure you've done some video works and some of this happens too. But like when you interview somebody and you ask them a question <gasps> to make, so when it gets edited, you like if it's not just going to be the interview is just dumped from A to Z. Yeah. You especially when you're doing talking heads where you're not on camera, where you're just like putting a microphone in front of somebody. Like you tell them, and good like executives know to do this, and you don't have to like tell them because they've done they do this for like financial mm-hmm. channels and stuff all the time. But like you have to tell them like I need you to rephrase the question in your answer. In your answer. So you ask yeah, like yeah, yeah. when is Super Mario coming out? And you say Super Mario is coming out, and it's like that's just so funny because like that just reminds me like flashback to all the times I did interviews for G4 where I had to like stop an interview halfway and be like, ah, shit, you have not been setting up any of the questions and the answers. We're actually going, you're going to have to answer that again and also set up my question. (laughs) Right. You can't just say July 3rd. You can't just say, it'll let you fight enemies better. You have to say, Shinobi tools will let you fight enemies better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's, well, that's a good point is that he is specifically a Shinobi. Um, which is a specific, uh, like, class or type of ninja. I think um, you're playing... So the thing is, like, I, 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 I mentioned this the other day, actually. Remember on the Monday podcast, I was like, when I was a kid, I would go through phases where I was, like, deep into some shit. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, one of the phases I was deep into phase. was, well, it was it is more, like... It was more of like a historical Japan phase. It was like, oh, wow, I want to learn everything I can about the, the Sengoku period or the Heian period, like these very various periods of Japanese history, the uh-huh. rise of the samurai class, the end of the samurai class. Mm-hmm. And like the truth about ninja and shinobi is is like there's a lot we don't fucking know. There's like some uh-huh. stuff that we know. We know that in these periods of time, especially during the, the Warring States period, the Sengoku period, that like – rich warlords had assassins and thieves who worked for them who got their fucking hands dirty and who were willing to do shit that other people were not willing to do uh-huh. um, and that were like dishonorable things but pop culture plays fast and loose with that like from what I saw yeah. in this like this is playing up the shinobi as almost being more honorable than other people like it's very early on when it's like the shinobi code and like you have loyalty yes. to me as your master and then to the young lord after that um, and and that is like that is, a, it's a take. It's, it's like I'm not, this, I'm not, I don't have a judgment on this because Shinobi and Ninja have become a sort of blackboard onto which you can write a lot of different interpretations. And so it's neat mm-hmm. to see from in the same way that Knight has, right? Knights yeah. have been have been represented as like chivalrous and honor and honorable or backwards and greedy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's cool to see them play with it I- in this way because they do it in a very evocative way. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, it makes me so curious to to learn more about, you know, who are the other shinobi? Like who, who what, what, what does it take to like become like of this class and, and sort of like what are the undertakings that that entails? Um, right. So I'm already sort of like deep, deeply here for this sort of character driven narrative um, because I just, I'm like, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that this game is, does feel like a departure from the formula that, uh, FromSoft has set up with the Souls trilogy and Bloodborne. Like this is a new, this is the fact that this is a, a new setting, that it's not some like kind of fantastical Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that, that, uh, characters, um, the, the the protagonist is named and can speak. All of these things uh, have me so pumped for the storytelling potential. You're not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss being big boy. I mean, of course I am. <laughs> or I or will we find day. out that they're not very good at this, and that like a lot of what was happening in the Souls games was people filling in the gaps by them writing like up two sentences. There's also well, like you know? so, in the back of my mind, I I also worry there's like another version of this. Yes. That's, like, yeah. The audience was not that like clearly from full of tremendous ideas, uh, like, yeah. great and interesting ideas of storytelling. But it's like a much on their part. Like I'm, I'm like you, Natalie. I'm, I am encouraged and excited to see what they do with it because they could certainly mm -hmm. have just kept doing what they were doing, in which like the what the audience was doing and what from was setting up was like a certain uh, dance um, mm -hmm. on purpose. Um, or, or even if it was something they stumbled into, like that became a, a purposeful way of doing storytelling as things went on. And this is just another kind of uh, relationship with the audience. And I'm, I'm, I'm both nervous and and curious as someone that uh, I, I know the distance between Austin and I on this is is vast. Whereas like I don't particularly care for the story in the Souls games because I didn't want to put in the effort of like reading the descriptions, taking notes, watching YouTube videos, mm -hmm. and like Austin lives for that shit. Um, <laughs> And so, like, That's I'm, true. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious. Like, is this a game that, like, can like, like, split the difference a little bit more on that That's stuff what it feels and, like. and make it a little more accessible to someone like myself and other people who like love the gameplay? Like, on when I'm told about the story, I'm like, cool, that sounds cool as shit. Like, it'd just be kind of cool if it just like told me that sometimes, though. <laughs> this is making me want yeah. to do Dark Souls lore reasons so fucking bad. That's honestly oh, we got, one day. One day, would be, it's on would the be list. Good. It's, it's on, on the list. list. It is on, on the list. list. Um, um, uh, like the, the thing that I run to build on Patrick really quick, and I'm going to ask you a question with this, with this okay. which is like the it does feel from watching the gameplay, it felt like it did split the, the difference because there were characters who spoke and and Sekiro spoke back to them, and like that stuff is all there. And there's and like the, there's cutscenes at the top of the game that let you get an understanding of like what your objective is. A character says, "Go to the bottom of this place, and there's a secret door. When you get there, blow mm -hmm. this whistle, and we'll move on." And then mm -hmm. another dude shows up, and you fight him. Like and it, the, that stuff happens in a way that is very clear and very like straightforward. And there's eavesdropping where characters are instead of like finding just item descriptions and hoping to, you know, do eavesdrop or hoping to, to piece together stuff that way. It's just like hit the square button when you're near some some guards talking or whatever, and you'll overhear them say some important shit. So like, that feels like there is stuff there that's almost more like Hollow Knight, maybe, in terms of yeah. here's mm -hmm. where the story is. Here's a cutscene for you. Um, but, but it did seem like there was still some weirdness around like 
item descriptions having a little bit of extra lore, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm, I guess I'm curious because I, I, you, you had a bunch of footage for us to look at. Um, yeah. And I didn't watch all of it all the way through carefully. Do you think that those item descriptions are, are – do you, so as far as I know, there aren't weapons in the game besides your cool ninja tools. You're not mm-hmm. like getting different swords. There's not like a gear selection the way there would be in Bloodborne or Dark Souls. You're not changing armor. You're not like equipping spears or like different classes of main weapon. Uh, not from what I d- uh, did so far. Uh, not in not in the way that that Dark Souls did it. Um, right. you do you uh, what you get are uh like skills mm-hmm. that you can equip. Um, which are like hmm. um, like uh different types of attacks. Like uh, a sort of your sword does like uh one of them. The the one that I unlocked while I was while I was playing was like a large sweeping motion. That's more of like an AOE sort of thing that can that can work okay. for sort of multiple enemies. So it's that that you're equipping. Um, uh, rather and your shinobi also has like a skill tree. So um both both your sort of like main weapon and your shinobi have two different skill trees that mm-hmm. that contribute to this um it's what i will say is that the item descriptions are still important it is not like it is not completely taking away from that uh when i asked that question they said things are still going to be obscure like things right. are still going to be like you are still going to want to pay attention. You're still going to want to read those things. Um, there was so, one that I really liked that I think was evocative without being about plot or lore was mm-hmm. there's like the, you know how in, in Bloodborne you have rocks you can throw to get attention. You got mm-hmm. like uh, little pieces of ceramic in this ceramic mm-hmm. shards. And the mm-hmm. description of that is like, a piece of pottery that breaks with a satisfying crack when thrown, throw it at an enemy to draw their attention. It's like, okay, that's what it does. But then it said, throwing and smashing such pieces made for a popular sport amongst Ashina, uh, Ashina boys. Even after growing up, they remember the old games well, which is like mm-hmm. exactly some Dark Souls Bloodborne type shit. Because it's, it, the suggestion isn't, oh yeah, they heard a sound and they want to go check it out. It's that you threw this thing that reminded them of their childhood. And that's like, huh, what's going on over there is like, has this nostalgic melancholy tinge to it. And like, yeah. Yes, this is the thing that lifts their item descriptions above when I played something like Neo, and I liked Neo from what I played of it. Um, like they didn't have that same feeling that that the the FromSoft stuff normally does. Yeah, it it, it adds characterization to curio- that sort of curiosity. Like th- mm-hmm. that that why why would someone be curious and and not just paranoid? Right. Like I think I think that's you know a trope that we've accepted about like noisemakers and you, you know Mark of the Ninja is like uh, one that uses right. noisemakers to attract attention and it's like specifically um, you know uh, s- something that's like oh what's over there you know you hear everyone react to it and it's already like on offense um, but right. these when you see the way that characters walk up walk around to they're they're not running towards the sound they're kind of like slowly walking up to it like with a little bit of hesitation but more just so like did i really just hear that like or was that a memory or something um so uh so that was really cool uh i i tried to to you know look at everything i could i i really spent the sort of two hours it was funny because I was playing with like, you know, 20 other people and it's such a weird feeling um, playing playing this game. I was like sitting across from someone who asked a bunch of like 
diehard soul fan questions where he's like, oh, well, well the mechanics of the combat being different from whatever. Wow. Like, okay. Is that like, me? Just, Natalie's been to one event and she's already on her like complete fucking pro like look this down guy, your nose. This guy that's a big fan of the series had oh my some God, questions about how it works. Us, Natalie. We're about to talk about this. <laughs> you brought us on to be that person. I know, and I appreciate, I see you both, and I wow. appreciate you. Yeah, okay. Uh, but no, it was just the way that the person framed the question was like very much in like a, I'm not sure if other people will catch this, but I. And, <laughs> yeah, no, and, that's fair. That's a, that's yeah, a distinctly yeah, yeah. different sort that's of thing. Different. That yeah. like, And then, yeah, it yeah. was it was a lot. And then and then God. as as they're I like I hope playing, that's someone we know and who's listening, Patrick. So <laughs> bad. I hope we get a text from someone from like Kotaku or something who is like, "Hey, didn't Natalie drag me in front of all your listeners?" And I'll be like, "Yep." Well, as they were playing, like with every sort of fight, they're like yelling and they're like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" And I was just like, "Yo, like." That's I, what, yeah. I was yeah. just like, okay. I'm that, trying to play I, this game here. Like y'all, you, you're coming out real strong, like drawing <laughs> mad attention to yourself. I just mm. I'm trying to fucking explore the world, and you're like getting mad aggro across from me. But I anyway, you, I saw you hiding underneath the, you know, the wood a lot. Yeah, I was hiding a lot, um, mainly because I knew I, I, I knew I wasn't gonna be good yet. So right. like my sort of like approach to to this game to this like the amount of time I had with the game was like I know I'm not gonna like get through a lot of combat because I need time with the game to get through that I'm not good at I'm not inherently good at these games um it takes time for me and it's also a complete it's like a a huge departure from the combat well at least from the play style that I used yeah um the play style that I used in Bloodborne was like evade Attack, evade, attack, evade, you know, like, just, Mm -hmm. like, not really, I didn't go for parries a lot, I wasn't super good at landing visceral attacks, um, but, but in, um, uh, Sekiro, you gotta parry, you (laughs) absolutely gotta get that shit down, otherwise you're gonna be in a bad place, um, it's just, it, it, you, you can't, you can't do it, you, like, you can't get through the majority of these uh, like mid boss, I, I didn't I didn't get to like a major boss fight, so I can't speak to to that. But but it does seem like you could do like the grunt enemies. You can kind of grind. You your can way yeah, through. the grunt enemies. But you anytime can just, you get to anyone who needs a what's it called like a a death like blow, a, a death blow attack yes. or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Um. The thing about the um the uh sort of grunt enemies is they're good to practice the parry on mm. because mm-hmm. they're only one death blow. Right. Um, usually, so, um, so Can you explain when like Gr- what that means when you say death blow for people who haven't like it, there are going to be people who didn't listen to us talk about this game at E three or previous yeah. preview events or whatever yeah so uh, basically the way it works is um, as you are uh, both you and your enemies have something called posture and in order to to achieve this is like sort of the equivalent of a visceral attack. Um, but in order to achieve a death blow, which does like a significant amount of damage and, and is also required. So that's a a big part is that death blows are required to defeat enemies. 
Um, you can, uh, you have to break their posture in order to do this. The best way to break posture is by parrying. You can also break posture by just attacking, but these, these fights are very fast. Um, they're not as, there are some, some grunts and some characters that are slower than others, but for the most part, it is like ching, ching, ching. It's like, not as like wind up sort of motions yeah. that you get in Bloodborne. You don't get like the so, weird like zombie villagers who go like and they like pull back and then swing slowly. It's exactly like even random enemies, just like random guards are super, super, super fast in this. Once mm-hmm. you're like I saw you get like surrounded by two or three people sometimes. Like these are people who one on one you have no problem with, but just having yeah. a second enemy on the screen is like you're going to take some hits. You're not going to die necessarily, yeah. but you did get hit, you know? Yeah, I got hit a lot. I died a, quite a few times. They were like, you're not going to want to die in this game. I was like, eh, we'll see. And then, nope, you definitely <laughs> well, don't want to die in this game, <laughs> just like the, the other big, ones. That was one of the big surprises was, I think, in our past coverage of it, Patrick and I kept talking about the resurrection mechanic mm-hmm. where you get a, when you die, after a certain point in the game, when you die, you can come back to life. Twice. Yes. You recharge one of those. You have two uses of that. One of which mm-hmm. you can recharge by killing enemies. One of which you recharge by going to these Buddha statues, which are basically this game's like version the of the bonfires, bonfires or yeah. the yeah 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 or the stone gravestones or whatever. Um. Uh. What are we? What are what are they? Oh, lanterns in Lamps. Bloodborne. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Lamps. Um. And. I think we both kept having this conversation with with we kept trying to dig at it and be like, hey, does this make it easier, more accessible? Like, what who what what is your goal with this? Because it seems like it would make it more accessible, and you could just kind of brute force your way through and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, from watching you play, and this is a mechanical spoiler. I'm going to say right now, like there we have to talk about some mechanics to talk about what you saw, and. Yeah. When you die, when you die, die, like after you've run out of your resurrections, it's counting mm-hmm. how many times you die, die. Yeah, um, it is. The world changes based on that. Yes. And the moment that that fucking happened in this in this uh, video, I was like, oh, word. It fucked me up. I was like, can I start over? Like the whole like, game? So I was like, can I just start from the absolute beginning? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Or do you want like, me to give you, you like, okay, vague? Here's my vague my vague thing is you know White World and Black World tendency from Demon Souls. Well, you should explain what that is. <laughs> okay. In Demon Souls. I'm just Soul- saying because like a lot of people didn't play Demon you're right, Souls. You're right, you're right. And, you're if you, right, you're and, right. and if you played it after most people moved on, that didn't affect your your ability to it didn't affect you even play. Like I beat Demon Souls yeah. and Light World, Dark World did not come into it because everyone had stopped playing it. Sure, sure. So. And also I want to be clear. Okay, so I'm just gonna say what it means in terms of f- f- fiction, I guess. If that makes sense. So the world in Demon Souls changed based on certain key things. Like when you killed a boss, it got the world got lighter. When the when you died to an invasion, I think the world got darker. Uh, and it mm-hmm. made different enemies start to spawn. Like it and changed. Wasn't the there like it worked on a meta level too, right? Like what yeah, the entire I mean, player base was doing could yes. tilt the balance. Yes, totally. If you were online, there was like the world tendency, and so this is not world tendency in that respect. But things in the fictional world shift because the ability you have that lets you resurrect is drawing on the world. Mm-hmm. That's and really so smart. That's things, super good. And so I'm not going to – and so one, I don't know the – it didn't say like enemy spawns change. But there are definitely things that change very dramatically and very quickly. I can yes. – we can tell you. But like 
No, so don't I, tell me. I think like, you no. you specifically. It's oh. exactly the sort of thing. It's exactly the sort of thing that you don't want to get spoiled on. That's the I line. I wa- the line I want to go up to is knowing because that is it'll fuck you up. But that's just such a really smart way for, especially if you've been playing these games as long as like Austin and I have, and a lot of people who have played these games, where where are they going to poke and push at the formula? Yes, and like. There's ways you do it in combat. Like this one is like, hey, like you've been playing since Demon Souls. Like we know this is you could mm-hmm. just kind of dodge and hit, and you could still to some degree do that even in Bloodborne, even as that game pushed you ever closer to more offensive combat and, and mm-hmm. understanding parries. And this game is going to put that front and center. But even then, that little bit there of like the world changing based on events that are based on failure or whatever the case, like that is just a smart, exciting change. Even if the response from you, all of us on this call is going to be, Oh, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. God damn it. Like I had just gotten down the path and now the path is going to change meaningfully enough that I can no longer safely go around the corner and assume Mm -hmm. I know how to dodge. Like that's exciting Yeah, because that makes, that finds a new way to where Especially if you play these games a number of times, the repetition at a certain point is no longer charming and can sometimes be grating in a way that even though I like the like sprint to a boss um, on paper, at a certain level, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it could actually sometimes be nice to just like let me play the boss again. Mm-hmm. So stuff like mm-hmm. this where the world is going to meaningfully change based on a failure is a really exciting idea. The The stuff there is like, I, like in my notes, there are there is okay. So the beginning of my notes are like it's so wild to see them do just a straightforward narrative introduction about key characters and events. It's still a little mysterious, but basically it's straightforward. And then if you go down my notes like twelve, thirteen lines, it's like what the fuck is dragon's heritage? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another thing under there is like the name of the thing I'm not telling you about. What the fuck? And then my final note on this is like what the fuck is in that jar? <laughs> and I'm like okay. It's still it's still from soft, right? Yes. Like it's still from soft in that way. Um, that that character might do a, that. There's a thing associated with a jar that might do a creepy laugh. Now that I think yeah. about it, um, yeah. Good. Uh huh. It's 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 yeah. They're still gonna pull the rug out from under you, like yeah. completely, uh, and in a way that is just completely unexpected. Um. So yeah, so Did you find yourself getting the parries down by the end? I there it's hard because um I got it down with like regular enemies. Um uh uh so what I was saying is that, you know, those death blows are requirements. So for certain um enemies, they might require three death blows, four death blows. Um, so you have to, so it's not really based on health as much. Although the lower their health is, the harder it will be for them to regain posture. Right, so they have like a health bar, like mm-hmm. normal. Then they also and have And then these there's two- the gold posture bar at the top. Right, which is almost like a stamina bar, but it takes the place, it's like right in the dead center of the top of the screen, right? For, mm-hmm. for major enemies. For minor enemies, it's just above their heads. It's like- yeah. You see their health bar, then right under their health bar is a posture bar. Um, yeah. But the so it's it's in the top left corner is their health, and then their um, two little like or, or however many little circles, little orbs that are there. How many death blows you need to kill them, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like you can just hit them with your sword, which will shake their posture and it will damage them. Um, and I know yeah. from a past preview that you can also hurt them with other these prosthetic tools that you get. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sekiro loses his arm and gets a prosthetic arm. We've talked about that in the previous episodes. Um, and that arm ends up giving him like an axe or like a flamethrower at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, and those can just straight up do damage. But if I don't remember this. You're saying that like what happens is when the when their health goes down, what it does is it makes it easier to get them into like the stunned state that you need to do the death blow. Uh, when like staggered rather when when their health goes down or when their posture goes down. When their health goes down, it makes it easier their to, health to goes knock down, their posture down. It it's it their 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 uh the sort like of rate at stamina? which their posture posture right. recovers is slower. Mm. So you uh can kind that of get sense. more hits in Yeah, without um, them he- healing their posture or recovering right. their posture. Right, right, which brings you closer to doing a death blow. Mm-hmm. So as soon as their posture is out, the next uh, you there's like a, a red orb that appears over their head that is the death blow or wait that seems right yeah I think that that's I right I think so or it's a red orb regularly yeah Might there's also so. the red kanji that you're thinking of maybe and the red kanji red, like the, the red kanji Japanese is like character. a for death yeah yeah I think that's a warning symbol that is a warning um, symbol that is like yeah. they're gonna hit you with something that's unblockable. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, so in that, in that, uh, that was actually <laughs> that was actually the question that the person asked was about the death symbol thing. It was like, was like, what's the point? Like, d- is dodging still a thing? Like, are you going to still need to dodge if mm. you can just parry everything? And then they were like, <laughs> you cannot Wait, parry anything. The developer or did one of the creepy laughs. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't great, laugh good. and he did smile. He was like, "You can't bury everything." There's a he was there's yeah <laughs> exactly. I mean, I had, I had a similar question because like you look at a lot of these sort of like main combat and it's a lot of just like standing square with someone, like maybe dodging back, but like you know hitting, parrying, hitting, parrying, mm-hmm. and I did start to not worry but wonder if you had encountered different ways that the game. Maybe even other than the the, the blows that are unparryable, mm-hmm. um, whether it's your enemy type or enemy behavior that like mm-hmm. tries to break you out of just like you're gonna get in a stance with an enemy until one of you goes down. Yeah. Um, like I'm curious how you encountered that through your two hours with it. Um, well, something significant is that you can. There is a jump button. There is just a button to jump in a way that. Jumping is not a thing in the past. And so one of those death blows could be something like a sweeping sort of floor swipe. Wait, when you say death blows at this way, you mean the unblockable? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The unblockable. Yeah. The like the kanji character death um, sort of signifier Uh, could be like a sweeping low attack. You got to jump. Right. You better, you got to jump. You so got to actually so, jump over it. You can't just block it. You can't just even back away from you it. You definitely can't block it. And you definitely can't go like side to side. You might be able to go backwards. Right. I got hit by it every single time. So I can't <laughs> tell you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So the pacing of the, um, you can also move around much more quickly. Um, so if you're in a sticky situation, you can use verticality to your advantage and and move away to higher structures 
to to other areas, you can like you can dip pretty yeah. easily. You can you dip so often in this video. It's so fucking good. Where it's like, you know what? I gotta fucking go. Actually, I have a grappling hook in my cool robot arm. Let me get the yep. fuck out. Real quick. Yep, I I leave a lot. So that that was kind of the thing I was saying earlier. Is like I went into this knowing that I was not going to be able that I was I was not going to get the combat down so well that I was going to progress through sort of uh, hard more uh, harder more like intense focused fights um, very easily. So I decided I want to see as much as I can. I'm just gonna if it's too if it's too hard I'll leave. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. play the game this way when it comes out, but for the sake of getting the footage and for the sake of like getting to know this world, I'm just gonna dip um, if I can't do it, uh, which was fine for the footage, but also meant I was bad at the game because I wasn't learning anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, but the game seems to recognize that you're going. You know, I was kind of jumping through the footage, so I wasn't always picking up exactly how the UI was responding. But like, mm-hmm. there are moments where like the game is both like there there are like arrows on the screen that'll point to enemies that are aware of your presence. Is that uh-huh. only during like stealth sequences where you're trying to like hide, or is that also where like I'm in combat, I'm gonna break away, and the game is gonna kind of point at like where danger is is mm. potentially? Um, only it's not within. Uh, you might it might be red. If if it's like danger and you're in combat and there's like another enemy approaching, um, so uh, the yellow is kind of like somebody's investigating and red is like somebody's on you. Okay. Um, and that happens. I think it's like all the time. Um, but so, even the presence of that is like a suggesting a di- like there are scales of interaction that Dark Souls in the past doesn't really suggest. It, Dark Souls is binary. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's someone's it there or not, or yeah. don't interact, or someone's there or isn't there. And um, you're either avoiding killing, like, whereas like there are just more shades of gray in mm-hmm. what you can choose to do in Sekiro, where it's not always necessarily the case that you need to clear out a room. Like, um, I mean, it may be the case that like, you know, like sort of like boss runs and stuff like that will be like, there'll be ways where you can cleverly just like get around everyone to get to the, you know, fog door equivalent. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that you you have that ability to kind of dump in and out is... I don't know, I'm, I'm curious to see how, do characters, do you find that enemies, where they like chase after you? Like, were there consequences for being like, ah, okay, nope. Whereas like some enemies like, I'm not actually going to follow you, asshole. Stab um, you. Yeah, to to a certain extent. I mean, moving upward, I moving upwards is, is probably the best way to get away from people because you're out of reach, except for if they have an arrow. Which I've died. I died too a lot. <laughs> I just know that seven <laughs> hours into this game, you're gonna get There's to going, yeah, an uh-huh. enemy ninja castle, and it's gonna be filled with ninjas who can climb shit. And it's gonna be like, I gotta get out. Oh fuck, he's up here on the rooftop with me, and it's gonna be great. I can't no, wait. No, this is my only thing. This is the one thing that's keeping me <laughs> able to play this game. But you're probably right. I'm probably, probably right. right. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything like that. Um, but but. but it's, but I just, yeah, I, just I wouldn't feel put it, it past my, my blood. You spent a long time trying to kill a fucking fish in this game, too. <sighs> I did. Like you were trying to cross a river, not trying. The river was fine. Oh, you can the swim river, in this game. You can, you can swim, swim in this game. I know. That's. I was going to start there, yeah. and then I realized the only reason I'm asking that is because I watched for like a minute and a half, which is this big ass fish is just hanging out, being a big ass fish. It's got a health bar. 
Uh-huh. It's not chomping it at you. It's not going for your feetsies. But I thought it was. Your, your sword was slashing in its general direction someone, over and over again. Someone, Clearly that's not the way to kill that fish. No, someone asked for some fish scales. And so Natalie was trying to just reward, just get that request done. I was, yeah, I was uh-huh. trying to do a mission. Is that I actually was trying true? To, yeah, yeah. There's, so there's a, there's a person mm. like. Okay, I didn't see that. I thought you were. Hmm? Person's probably strong. Who knows there's what that thing an is? An entity. There's an entity. There's a jar. Who, there is a jar <laughs> who makes a request. And and oh, I tried to jar I tried okay. to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Um well, I wonder if that jar is gonna be the bird equivalents. Like the crow, the like shiny, shiny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about from Dark Souls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah I do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I could see. Or he like, drops you random items. Right. Um, that could be, like, run the... Uh, is that marked anywhere? There's not, like, a quest log in this game, right? Um, no. No. Okay. There's not. Uh, I'm trying to remember, because I remember... No, there's not. There's Something not. wild about that area is, and it rem- this reminded me of Neo, actually, is you you get there, you teleported there. Mm-hmm. And there's another. I'm gonna. There's another thing that's interesting, and I think is worth spoiling a little bit. So again, if you're like, I don't want any fucking spoilers, you probably have already cut, you dipped out. All right, you've already probably used your grappling hook to zip away to the <laughs> rooftop away from where we are. There are flashbacks in this game. Yeah. Um, there's a mechanism. Wow. Yeah. There. Okay. Are, play it like so. That whole area where she's swimming around is the past. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. like That's maybe, cool. maybe without getting into the specifics of how you get there, yeah. you're just like, oh, this is a thing that happened a few years ago. Yeah. Hmm. It's and neat. It, I don't know what happens. I didn't get to the end of that area. Um, but it but seemed like you got stuff there that you were bringing back into the future, right? Yes. Yes. Hmm. I've specifically picked up a, yeah. Like yeah. one of the I shinobi, want- one of the shinobi <laughs> tools or what? Oh. Buddy, Sorry. hi. Is this a? Is there Sorry, a? Sorry, I think here? it might be my package. Uh huh. I'll come that. right back. Uh-huh. Sorry. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Uh, yeah, I've done some, um, by the way, just real quick, uh, I've done some more research. Um, and Patrick, oh, I, yeah? think, I think you're mostly right. Uh, there's a lot of noir-based games with question marks in the title. So, like, <laughs> who shot Johnny Rock? That's a question mark. F- yeah. FMV game. Who is Oscar Lake? Also some sort of... <laughs> what? Released internationally in 1995, developed by Jersey Cow Software, who is Oscar Lee is widely regarded as the first okay. hybrid adventure game slash language learning tool to simple point-and-click mechanics, liberal use of recorded speech, and mix of pre-rendered backgrounds with live-action video represents common development techniques of the 1990s. But there are some other ones. Some, some of them are also like, 
things I don't think are questions because they're just proper nouns at this point. Like, mm-hmm. who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> uh, that's a question, technically. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's um, a proper noun. Some of them are derived from other properties. So the Super Dimension Fortress Macross, Do You Remember Love, is named after the anime mecha film, uh, Super Dimension Fortress Macross, Do You Remember Love, which is a great fucking name, but is not, that's not, like, the video game came second, obviously. Someone but, should steal that, though. Just take that. Just take, title. yeah, yeah, Do You Remember Love is like, that's is, a visual novel just waiting to happen. So, speaking of, there are some uh-huh. of those out here also, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, things like, uh, do you like horny bunnies? And do you like horny bunnies too? It's on Steam? That's no, I think it predates Steam by like 15 years. Oh. Uh, I don't think they've been making hentai games for a long time, my guy. Uh, here's what I really genuinely like it's a, it's a card game, 12 different card games in here, and it's called Anyone for Cards. <laughs> Which I really like. That's good. That's really good. Uh, I really like that one a lot. Um, and then there are there are the ones that are made by. Is this the same studio? I think it is. Uh, Nis the the like strategy and fantasy game company that made Disgaea. I want to say um, uh-huh. they have pretty. Can I really be the oh. hero? And right. what did I do to deserve this, my lord? Yes. Um, yes. And both of those, those are good. Pretty can I be the hero? And it's, I guess the full name is Holy Invasion of Privacy, Bad Man. Mm-hmm. What did I do to deserve this, my lord? And those are both pretty fucking good. Those are uh, great those are names. PS, I think those are PSP games. I think those are both PSP started games. Out that way. Yes, totally, yeah. totally. Those, yeah, those are fi- those are some of the best video game titles of all time. Of all time. Sure. Of all time. Uh, and yeah. just as a note, the, our friends over at Giant Bomb on the wiki, there is a game titles that are also questions concept. That is where I should have, of course. <laughs> course gone to to begin with <laughs> of course of course <laughs> of course they do um there's a hidden hidden objects game called ferrum's secrets where is grandpa <laughs> good all right that's really good that's God. a good question mm-hmm. where's grandpa has anyone seen Gra- just a new video game comes, comes out tomorrow has anybody seen grandpa <laughs> first, first game that microsoft announces for their new xbox <laughs> yes, platform god where is. Where is Grandpa? Grandpa. I'd like to know. I'd love to know. Anyway. Anyway, back to Sekiro. Hell yeah. What were you talking about? Uh, Video games? Oh, the the fish and... Oh, yeah, the fucking um, fish. Swimming so, in the past. I thought that this effort would be rewarded, and then I f- kind of figured that maybe I had to do some... There must have been... Maybe one of my... <laughs> Maybe one of my peripherals is like a is like a fucking fishing rod. Maybe Who like knows? a shuriken. Well, get, or I was like, gonna say you got we had shurikens in the E three demo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think I I didn't get to unlocking that yet. Um, I got two, two, two prosthetics. Uh, or two. Uh, yeah, two prosthetics for my for my uh, or two. Um attachments to to my prosthetic yeah Um, i'm really curious by the way how that stuff is going to play out both mechanically because i think it's neat that there's like hey here's here are the the tools i'm bringing out to battle i want the flame vent and the axe and all that but also like thematically and narratively like Mm -hmm. you don't get many disabled heroes in games Mm -hmm. um the the fromsoft games the especially the the soul series specifically uh and and bloodborne have always dealt with like disease and chronic illness in this way that we Mm -hmm. don't that are not 
that are subtextual. Like, I don't think the way the stories are being told, most people who play through these games are not leaving it thinking about death and dying and terminal illness or, or, or disability. Um, like this, the word prosthetic is a word that has weight to it and means a specific thing. Like it's not called his ninja arm. It's called his, his, his shinobi prosthetic. It, it, prosthetics are real things. Um, and so I'm just curious, and also, it seems like sickness will continue to be a major theme in this game. And so I'm curious what they're going to do with all that stuff. And also just like it's a, it's a game that takes place after a big war. The entire premise is like the, the clan that you used to work for is in disarray and falling mm-hmm. apart and people are getting sick. And that is like there's a lot there that can be really cool and that I am interested and intrigued to see if they what they do with it and, and, and how that all shakes out. Me too. I was trying really hard not to say shakes out or sticks the landing. I was trying really hard and I still fucking said shakes out. God damn it. Words. <gasps> crutches. <laughs> Verbal crutches. Every fucking time. I should crutches, of course, oh. uh, the tool for people mm. with disabilities and 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 uh, 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 like injuries. Very funny that I would I would immediately go there. <laughs> um, Do you find yeah. those? Oh, sorry, Natalie. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna like sort of. Do you just. Like, do the drops for these upgrades come just like, hey, you beat a boss, like, now you got a flamethrower? Or is it, like, (laughs) rewarded for, like, the curiosity of, like, traversing the environment? Like, how exactly – because, like, I think it would be really cool if, you know, if you're exploring, you can find – like, maybe they'll end up doing this anyway regardless of how they're doled out progression-wise. But that, like, you could find weird shit that you can do that the normal player will not find because you went and did some weird side quest or went around somewhere. Yeah. It's it is definitely more of the latter. It's not necessarily a quest line, um, but for I can give you an example of how I found one of them. With uh, it'll be a spoiler though. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay, so spoilers. Um, so while I was going through the uh, Harata Estate, I like jumped the wall to this sort of uh, uh, like temple area that was like kind of like a um, some sort of like garden with like a temple in it. And there was someone there that was um, uh, like standing in front of the door to the temple. And I approached them and he Im- immediately gave me sus vibes. And he was like, uh, yo, this spot's mine, but I hear there's like a tower over there that is like supposed to be like pretty good too. But you might want to fuck off because this spot's mine. And then I wanted to fight him, but then I decided not to. So I left, and actually at that time, I had already found that tower and had already explored it. So um, I, uh, I, oh, wait, hmm. Actually, that is not what happened. What happened? He told me Mm. that there was a tower, but that the the tower was... There's oh this is a really good part and I actually don't know if I want to spoil it um, mm. because it was really interesting um, in the context of being in a combative uh, in a combative zone um, and it is it has to do with sort of uh, Sekiro's take on NPCs like the people that you see or that you talk to through doorways and things like that. Hmm. Huh. So okay. I actually won't spoil this, but I, okay. I, I, but it's I, cool. It sounds it, like there's a you do some shit. It isn't just I found it in a corner or I killed a boss. No, it was. Um, it actually wasn't there. It was like in an area adjacent to it. Um, 
behind there's like a couple enemies. You don't have to tell us what it, the thing is. I was just I just yeah. The point is like you talk to a character, the character told you some stuff that eventually led you to the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. So, so yeah, I haven't. I don't think. Well, I also in my in my fight. Or in my fight, in my fight, in my gameplay, in my like time with the game, mm-hmm. I didn't manage. I wasn't. I did. I couldn't beat any. The I encountered two mid bosses, and I was unable to defeat either of them. So I have no idea if they drop something significant. Um, right. Uh, regular enemies. What's interesting actually is regular enemies. Um, so instead of uh, like picking, like specifically selecting, this is kind of a light mechanic spoiler, um, but instead of like s- pressing like search on a body and then like picking, like selecting like X and like grabbing the thing, you hold down um, a square and it just like whoosh and you just like pick up what's around you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it actually it uses the term looped, which is It does say that, which uh-huh. is weird because it's not that it's not like a loot game. Mm-mm. No, like you're not gonna be getting weapons or like gear drops with a plus fifteen. No. But it's mm-hmm. just like from so far deliberately using the term loop. I just find it fascinating. Even though like it doesn't yeah, actually yeah. ultimately mean that much. I thought it was when I saw that little um a bit pop up, I was like, huh, that's yeah. Interesting. So much of that makes me wonder what Activision's role is here as a publisher. Like, is that Activision lo- uh, localization being like, just it's loot, it just say loot? Mm-hmm. Or is that somewhere in FromSoft saying, like, oh no, for this one, we're willing to say the word loot? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. Uh, the, other, the other thing that, that that brought to mind for me, and watching all of this has done for me, is it's made me wonder what diehard Dark Souls fans are going to think about this game and mm-hmm. Bloodborne fans, and whether or not for them, the samurai or the 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 kind of like uh, feudal Japanese version of Souls that they should really that they would want is more like Neo because that's a game that has some other fucking loot in it mm-hmm. like you plus three you know uh, naginatas or whatever right. like all and also where the combat is like Souls combat or Bloodborne combat but like m- more intense in mm-hmm. terms of having different stances and having to do this like key pulse. In order to get the maximum thing, you have to hit a button in the middle of combat to like breathe out, basically. Like, there's all of that stuff in Neo that is really cool, but also very intense in a way that Sekiro seems a little more focused, a little, a little bit more limited in terms of what your what you would be working with in a given fight than mm-hmm. something like Neo or like especially like character builds. Like, this doesn't feel like a thing where you're gonna have. You may have your favorite weapons. Yeah. But I, I guess, I don't know, I didn't see the skill screen, so so maybe I'm completely wrong. Are you yeah. customizing the, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, ask your question, I think I was about to answer it. Oh, because like, yeah, like Fashion Souls is like a big part of oh. the other yeah. games. So mm-hmm. you can get, you maybe get to this, but I was just curious if, if like the actual aesthetic parts of the character is important I in any way. I don't remember if I picked up any uh, uh, like aesthetic type or even like, um, um, you know, gear or like armor or anything like that. I don't, I don't really remember. Um, I don't think I did is my answer. Uh, but what I was going to say is, is I feel like the, um, the play style really lives in 
less in in the weapon itself and more in the skills that you choose. And I think that's really interesting because I think it's almost more customizable because there are so huh. many different skills that it's like an entire tree um, that you can that you can equip and you can only equip a, like a couple at a time. Okay. Um, uh, Just like the spinning slash that you talked about. Is yeah, that is one of them. Um, and you're swapping between them all the time? or You can swap sort of- between two. Okay. And um, same goes for the uh, Shinobi prosthetic is you can equip two of the prosthetic tools at one time. Um, as far as I had unlocked so far, I don't know if you can equip more in the future, but um, for me, it, there were only two slots that I could put them in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're swapping between those. And what's interesting also about the Shinobi tools is they're not, they're dictated by, they're all dictated by the same Currency is a weird word, but in terms of like the thing that you use to do the prosthetic is all one thing. So it's not like. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like ammo for for all of your prosthetics. Yes. And your flame vent and your shurikens are drawing from the same pool. Yeah, but even like one of the. Mm, Okay. So. I'll tell you the three we've talked about before. Okay. On this podcast, without spoiler warnings, so they've okay. been showing them off for six months, seven months. Yeah, it's the axe, the shurikens, and the flame. Vent. Okay, so the axe is also dictated by this, which is interesting. So, like, does that mean every? Does that mean every time you use the axe, it costs some mm-hmm. of the ammo? Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so huh. it's not. So that's what that's. I think that reinforces the idea that they are tools, that they are mm-hmm. that they are means to something else, that they are they are they are augmentations. Or, or like, uh, uh, you know, peripherals to um, enhance or or to help or to facilitate um, your combat. Right. So uh, I thought I thought that was pretty fascinating because the way that I always viewed sort of the second hand weapon in Bloodborne was less i don't know it was like i was less engaged with it and maybe that i think what this does is it like because it is like narrower and you're like you are kind of not necessarily constrained but you know you're you're given three you're giving two set like things the the prosthetic tool and your and your sword and then you have like all these skills around you but because of that you need to engage with those two things like to the ultimate degree. Like those are the, right. you, you, you're, you're, I'm trying to find the word for what I'm trying to say, but um, it just, it demands more attention of you. Um, you right, can't. Right, it was like the gun, the gun was just for parrying in Bloodborne, yeah, basically you, for most of us. And there were, there were spells that you could learn in Bloodborne, but I don't know anybody who, like, I think a lot of people, those games have that depth, yeah. But you have to go looking for it. You have to be willing yes. to be like, I'm going to go learn how magic works yeah. in these games, yeah. So that my, so I have a main weapon and maybe an offhand ability. Yeah. Whereas here, the example I'll use is the, the axe. Yeah. Which is like when you fight shield dudes, you can spend a point, uh, you can spend ammo on your axe to fucking rip their shield away, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And that is like, oh, I'm engaged immediately. Because hitting them with a the sword just doesn't work. Yes, exactly. Like way. you won't get as far without you without engaging with that sort of stuff. And um, 
Whereas in Bloodborne, it is like very much self-motivated if you want to make things deeper or like if you want to right. to like go into depth of like the other the sort of like peripheral systems that is primarily self-motivated is not as tutorialized and i think sekiro actually does a better job of tutorializing the skills the the shinobi prosthetic um and and even just the way that you move and like what you're what what you, what you can do um, just in a much more clear way while still like it'll tell you and it'll give you opportunities to practice, but it will still be just as challenging, even with right. the knowledge. Some of these skills sound dope. Also, I found the section where you're flipping through these skills and it's like grappling hook attack and spin attack. And mm -hmm. uh, there's a thing that's like when an enemy tries to stab you with a spear, step down on the spear to stop the damage. Oh, shit. And that's the one I should have. do a bunch of pop. Yeah. Uh -huh, for that <laughs> fight, I guess, to do with the spear who fucks you up. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a, a good one. Yeah. For that see, fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh. If only. So yeah, the skill tree looks neat. There's the, the seems like there's cool shit here. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited for it. When is it out? Uh, March. The 25th, I think. It's the end of the month. March. 20 days is not that far. 22nd. Wow, it's even closer. So even two, two closer. weeks. Two um, weeks. Yeah, we might get access to that game next week. Fuck. We, yo, fucking send get send that email right away, Patrick. <laughs> I got a hookup um, too. <laughs> oh, you do have a hookup now. Wow, you're in the system. You're going to start getting emails. People are going to start sending you like big crates filled with <laughs> with giant standees because you sent the wrong thing back on an email once. You nope. made it. I don't uh, want that ever. Too bad. Are you on the PAX email list yet? Yep. Are you getting all those emails? Yep. Great. Yep. Great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> it's good. Is it actually? It's fine, is what I'll say. Uh huh. <laughs> it is what it is. Listen, I got an email today from from. I was like, oh yeah, I'll go play this game. So you know. Yeah, there's some happens. there's some stuff that I've seen that looks like really interesting. Welcome to to the games journalism for real. Is yeah, what I'll say. Pulling back the curtain a little bit here. Emails. Emails. <laughs> Emails. Um. <laughs> So yeah, do y'all do y'all have anything else? Any more questions for your resident Sekiro expert? Let me tell you, you've played more Sekiro now than anyone on this call. Wow, correct. that's correct. That's just I played truth. zero. Of just, it. I watched Austin right. play it. You watched me play it. Um, uh, let me just look here. Snow falling is pretty as hell. Um, uh, how does it feel to be big boy? Ask that. Uh, I wrote here, watching you play without being able to coach, single proud coach tier, uh, as I watched. Uh, oh, here's an actual important note. This is really actually important. Okay. Now, have y'all played or watched Yakuza games? Yes. You know when you do like a heat action? Yes. Where you like do like the super powerful like finishing hit? Yes. And you go like, yo! Like, I can't believe you fucked that guy up so bad. Yeah. Sekiro is filled with moments where your dude is like, I'm going to stab you in the throat and blood is going to come out and slam you to the ground. And you go like, yo! Yeah. Uh, so I'm here for that. I'm ready for, I'm ready to just be yelling in my room all the time. Yeah. It's really tight. It's cool. I think it's my last note, honestly. That's except for other spoiler shit that I cannot share. No, yeah, but you, like can, I, you can. I briefly wanted to shout out. And I want to, there's a character you meet, you get to spar with them, I'll say, and it was just 
what a good. You'll know who I'm talking I about. I missed when you play. this. Oh, I'll explain to you off air. Okay, it's good. Yeah, it's extremely uh-huh. funny. Okay, everyone, go to the Sekiro group chat. We have to talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, um, I'm glad we could have this conversation. Um, I'll also be putting up a short, uh, impressions piece, uh, on editorial, which will, um, have some of the stuff that we talked about here and some of the stuff that we didn't. So, uh, look forward to that. Um, who are we? We are Waypoint. You can follow us at Waypoint on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Waypoint Vice. And you can find us on the internet at waypoint.vice.com. Uh, Austin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker, where I'll probably be tweeting about giant robots still. Oh, I want to shout out real quick. If you want to hear me talk about one of my favorite Gundam series, 0080 War in the Pocket, uh, I guested on The Great Gundam pro- uh, Project, which you can find at the Abnormal Mapping uh, Patreon. So go give that a listen. It's like, it's like a buck a month to get access to their Patreon stuff because like like uh, you all listening, they are like young, poor, queer people. So they are like, yeah, just pay us a buck to get access to this stuff. It was really fun. We also I also shit talked another mecha show called Code Geass. Go go listen to me talk about that and some other Hell shit. Yeah. Patrick. I got a plug for the first time in like forever. <laughs> um Patrick, where can people find you? And do you have anything to plug? Nah, I'm just I'm just out here complaining that I got a kid because I can't. That means I can't rewatch Game of Thrones. So my my complaints are small in the grand scheme of life over at, at Patrick Lupic. <laughs> um, you can find me at Natalie Watson. Um, I already plugged my editorial piece, so that's my plug for the show. And uh, we'll be back with Away Points. I think would be nope. Maybe it's a be good rewatch it. I don't know what the first thing you're going to hear is, but we'll be back soon. Listen to our voices and uh, we appreciate you. Suffer? Weep? Like, what's the hear our voices and weep. hear our voices and Waypoints. be happy? Hmm. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to all be suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Hear our voices and be happy. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't have Danielle here, so I'm going to. That's my new one. Hear our voices and be happy. Peace? Peace? Okay, I was waiting. Question mark. My favorite my favorite game. Peace? Question mark? <laughs> Not usually. <laughs>